Hello, Frenzies. In today's episode, I am going to dish about my experiences so far as an elementary school librarian. I think it's one of those jobs that a lot of teachers sort of wonder about and romanticize in their heads because we all love books and we all love libraries and it just seems like it's a really cool place to work. So I thought I would sort of break down the pros and cons that I've had so far this year in the library and give you an honest reflection and review of my new position so far. I've been in it for about six months, so I think I have some good things to share with you and I hope that you'll you'll listen. Follow along. Come this way, this way. (laughs) Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. And just like that, we're back. I'm happy to have you here with me, unless you're that one person. And then what are you doing here? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Now you're probably wondering, am I that one person? (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, we have some silly good fun times ahead and some serious times, just like always. I am going to talk about my new library job. I became a K-12 librarian about a year ago. I got my license. Well, I got my license and then it showed up. It took a long time to show up on my teaching license. (laughs) Took many, many months, but I completed all the coursework over a year ago. And honestly, I didn't really set out to become a librarian. I was just hanging out in a Facebook group one day in the uh, Facebook group for teachers in my district. And somebody posted an ad that they were looking uh, to start a cohort of people that wanted to be elementary school librarians. And there was a really cool one-year program through this this agency and they were pairing with a local university. They were pairing with the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and they were looking for current classroom teachers who might want to make the transition into becoming a librarian. And I was like, sign me up. (laughs) This sounds great. So it was really just a random ad. It wasn't something that I that I went after hardcore. I just saw an ad, clicked it, filled out a form, got some information. And before I knew it, I was signed up for these library classes. And I had a really good time in the classes. I really enjoyed all the coursework and curriculum. It seemed to be a perfect match with my interest and skill level because you deal a lot with the books. And of course, I love to read and I love picture books and I love reading in general and I love libraries, but you also deal with technology. So there's a technology elements and book elements. And I used to be a technology coach. So I'm like, okay, these are, this is like combining my two favorite things. I love technology. I love books. What is the answer to those two loves? Library. And then there's other things I really enjoy because I'm a Gemini probably. <laughs> You're like, oh, that explains a lot, whimsical teacher. This explains a lot. I also enjoy project-based learning. And project-based learning is a big part of the library. I enjoy STEM activities and hands-on game time and things like that. So I just love library environments. So I thought this could be it for me. So I took those classes for a year. And then this last school year, I did get a job in a library. 
And it's a little different than I thought. I mean, honestly, I romanticized the job in my head before I even began the coursework, thinking that I would just be hanging out in a library all day and, you know, checking out books to kids. And really, it was just me around a lot of books, sort of like in a fairy tale. (laughs) Me prancing around my library, having time to leisurely read these books all day. That's what I was imagining. And But I knew going into it, it was going to be a lot more challenging or else more people would probably want to become librarians. And so anyway, here's what it's like. Here, Here's what it's like in my district. Now, in other districts, it's different. The other districts I worked in, librarians were aides and they kind of did manage the library all day. I mean, they checked out the books and they put away the books, but a lot of their job was kind of waiting around for kids to show up. And that that was what I was used to as a teacher in the rural schools anyway in my state. But in my current district, librarians are they are skilled um, licensed teachers that are like specialists, special teachers. So like when you send your kids to your classroom to music class or art class, library is one of those classes. So music, art, PE, computers, library. And that's that's what it is in my district. And it is a really great chance. Like it, it kind of fits into the schedule for teachers to get a prep period. I worked in, when I was working in the rural schools, the teachers did not get a prep period. It was very, very rare. I did not get a prep every day. One of the schools I worked at, I got a prep maybe like twice a week. And the, that's because parents came in and volunteered for things. And then we would get a little bit of a break. But yeah, a lot of the rural schools, you don't get a prep. So I do recognize that's that's one of the greatest things about my school district is elementary school teachers do get this prep time. But of course, it's hard finding specialists that are licensed and it's hard keeping them because it turns out it's kind of a difficult job. So I teach six classes a day, kindergarten through fifth grade, and I'm on a five-day rotation. So I see... Um, each grade once a day. And that also means since I'm on a five-day rotation, that when a certain grade level has more than five classes, that means I get double classes. So example, um, we have six or seven first grade sections. So that means two days a week. I, well, we do have, we have seven sections of uh, first grade. So that means two days a week, I get two groups of first graders instead of one. I don't know if that makes sense. So I get double classes a lot. And that can be, it can be kind of stressful. It's a lot of kids. It's a lot of kids to keep on track. And that was something I wasn't really prepared for. I imagined I would just get one class at a time And I didn't really know how the day would be laid out. Um, I knew I would probably get a prep time, but I wasn't sure like when it would be. And so the beginning of the year, my prep time was at the end of the day, which I've always wanted. And I was so happy with that. And then a few months into the school year, they had to change things around and they moved my prep from the end of the day to the beginning of the day. And I just was really, really upset about it. I... (laughs) had a bit of a meltdown. I was just, I was used to my schedule. I liked 
I like getting, you know, this prep at the end of the day because that's when I'm the most exhausted. And that's when the kid's behavior starts to go downhill, right? So the fact I didn't have any kids after two o'clock, I loved it. It was amazing. And then it got switched. And that's been my biggest challenge as a librarian is that my schedule is constantly getting changed. I it's it's changed probably five or six times. And I also because of those that five day rotation, I had some open slots on my on my calendar. So just an example, we only have three fifth grades. We're supposed to have four fifth grades, but they couldn't find a fourth fifth grade teacher because we're really low on teachers. So there are only three fifth grade teachers, which means I have fifth grade library on Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. So I have no fifth graders come in, come in on Wednesday and Thursday. And at first, those were kind of open slots. And they did warn us, though, that it would be filled with something like they would give us something to do. So those open slots on my schedule, I think I have four or five of them. Those my responsibilities and duties keep changing during those time periods. And I didn't really like that at first. For example, for probably over a month, maybe six weeks, I had a uh, a couple class periods of third graders and I was supposed to be teaching them math. And I was like, third grade math? What? How how am I going to do this? This is not, I mean, I was thinking if it was something to do with reading that I could incorporate the library books and some of my library lessons into things. But I was like, third grade math? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm incapable of teaching third grade math. I have a K-8 license, but it was just so different than what I was doing all day. I felt really flustered. And I got to give a big shout out to Jillian Starr. She is a big Instagrammer, huge blogger. She reached out to me during this time and offered me a bunch of third grade math resources. And it was it was a godsend. So thank you to Jillian Starr. I highly recommend her for math lessons. She had so many great ideas for me. And I was just so overwhelmed. And then it turned out to be this short term thing, where after four or five weeks, my, my schedule changed again, and I didn't have the third grade math people. So that's I've had to I've had to learn to be very flexible in this position and that has been challenging because I'm used to just getting a schedule at the beginning of the year and it never changes. So that has been my biggest challenge this year is getting used to schedule changes. I was expecting that I would be pulled as a substitute teacher because I've seen that happen at a lot of a lot of other schools have pulled the librarian or the specialist teacher. Now they do pull the specialist at my school, but of our four specialists, two are long-term subs. And one, uh, the other specialist, he, he prefers to be in the classroom because his, his job is quite challenging. Like, I think I might be the only specialist who actually likes what they're doing, I mean, I'm not saying that the long-term subs don't. I know that they do too, but I also have an assistant and the other three specialists don't. And I, I get an assistant as just part of our librarian contract that we have an assistant as they know like you wouldn't be able to teach classes all day and shelve the books. 
and order books and clean the library. I mean, managing 17,000 books is difficult. And they know that you wouldn't be able to teach classes all day and manage all the books. So I kind of see it as it's a, it's definitely necessary that I have an assistant. And the PE teacher is supposed to have one too, but they can't find one to work for the salary that they offer that, that teacher, that, that position. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it, but they haven't, they've had a couple people accept it. They see the pay and they say no. <laughs> So, I mean, there, there, there have been a lot of challenges this year because we are short staffed and when it, when we're short staffed and things like specials get canceled, the teachers do get really grouchy. I'm glad that my special never gets canceled because I I don't want to do anything else at the school. I wouldn't prefer to substitute. I just want to run the library. I want to do my library lessons. And if, if I could get rid of those open time slots and just have more library students, I would prefer that. I like teaching the library lessons. I like reading the kids' books. I like checking, you know, helping them find books to check out. And I love it when they're playing games at the tables or doing my activities that I've set up. Like I've set up these centers for them to do. And I love it. I I like that job. I don't want to do the other people's jobs. (laughs) That's been my biggest challenge, which I mean, if you think about it, it's like, oh, boo-hoo, I really like my job and I don't want to do other jobs when I don't have classes, right? That's sort of my biggest complaint so far. So it's, I think it's actually been going good. It just, it was really frustrating having my schedule change. Not only did my prep get moved from the end of the day to the beginning of the day, but my lunch got moved. I think I got bumped up like 45 minutes and it just, my whole day kind of got out of whack. I was teaching three classes, eating lunch, teaching three more classes and having a prep. And I really liked it. It was just a nice balance to the days. I also, you know, we also have a little bit of prep time before school. So it was like prep, three classes, lunch, three classes, prep. It was just this perfectly balanced schedule. And I really loved it. And then they're like, okay, well, now you're going to have your prep at the beginning, both preps at the beginning. So now it's like prep, prep, class, class lunch, class, 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 bus duty. And I'm just like, I don't like that class, 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 bus duty, four classes in the afternoon, and then bus duty. But I I have been getting through it. I mean, my first class after lunch, the first graders, they're always a joy. They're zany and weird and they always make me laugh. And so I kind of hold on to that a little bit. And then I do really love the third graders at this school. They're probably my favorite group. Like if they, if they pulled me and said, listen, you have to teach uh, one of the grade levels, we can't have you in the library. I would choose third grade at this school. It's, it's very, very, they, they are my people. And I knew on the very first day of school that they are my people. When I did kind of my introduction, they're picking up on all of my jokes, but then they wanted to learn more. It didn't matter what, it doesn't matter what I bring up to them. They always want to learn more. And they're just at this really cool stage. And I just never have any problems with them. Never have any strange behavior issues or things that, um, I'm not saying that they're perfect little angels. I'm not saying they can't have bad attitudes, but I just, they're, I just really 
click with them and I really connect with these third graders. So, and I don't know, is it just third grade? Is third grade where I'm really meant to be? Or is it the third graders at this school or like this year of third graders? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but really like them. And so when I, so after lunch, I teach the first graders and then the third graders, which are kind of my favorite group. And then I kind of gear myself up like, okay, fourth and fifth grade. Woo they can be a little bit more challenging, although I do love the fourth graders at this school too, but they're, they are, you can definitely tell as the years go on, the, some of the behavior issues um, get more challenging, a little more complicated, right? So, but it's, it's overall, it's a pretty pleasant day. And I think for so long, I was focusing on the negative that, oh, my schedule keeps changing. I don't know what to expect. And I just decided to let it go. And I remember a really long time ago, one of my principals, his name was Robert Lindsay. He's since retired, but he said the first day of school, he's like, listen, you can come to school every day. You put your first step in the door. You can decide that these kids are going to make you grow old or they're going to make you grow young. Like you kind of have to make this mental choice. Like you can focus on all the bad things about education, all the horrible things that, that it's that come about during the day or certain, certain issues, uh, requirements, expectations that are hard to meet behavior challenges, right? You can focus on all these little things that annoy you and upset you and that are very unfair about the job. Or you can hang on to the fact that you get to work around kids all day. Most people don't get to. And you are you get to hang out with kids at like a really cool part, like point in their lives. Like you're making a huge difference to them. And it's a, it's a pleasure to know someone as a kid because I mean, once you're an adult, you're just, that's, that's kind of who you are for a while. Right. But like when you're a kid, you know, you, you you're meeting them at this very, vulnerable yet cool part of their life and you're and you may and you can make a huge difference to them at that point where they are never gonna forget you so that was always kind of stuck with me where I was like well I kind of started doing that with this library job I'm like I can either focus on the fact my schedule keeps changing and they're making me do things I don't like to do four or five times a week right or the fact that my lunch is now really way too early for a lunch or that I don't have a prep at the end of the day and I'm I have these you know some of the most challenging classes at you know three o'clock right or I can sort of just start focusing on the individual things throughout the day that make me happy. And that's what I've been trying to do. And I have noticed a real shift in my mood and overall thoughts about the job. And I did sign up to come back next year. A big part of that, though, is that my assistant will be there and she's only going to be there one more year and then she's retiring. So I, you know, I need to take this opportunity to still work with an assistant because not all the librarians have one. It's actually kind of rare to find a library assistant, even though we're all supposed to have one. Not everybody does. I think I found out my last meeting over half of the librarians did not have an assistant and they were supposed to have one or they had like a revolving door of assistants. And mine has been at the school for like five years. She knows the library. She knows the kids. I mean, it is a pleasure to work with someone with so much experience. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm signed up to go back this next year. And do I have other plans for my life? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to retire as a librarian. I'm not really sure, but it's been a really great, um, pit stop in my road 
of education. I, I look at each job as a little pit stop. Like I'm stopping here for a few years. I'm stopping there for a few years. And this has been a really great one. So I, and I do highly recommend it, even though you're teaching every single kid in the school and you're dealing with every single issue in the school and you might need to be really flexible on your schedule. I would say the day for me personally it goes by a little bit quicker than when I was in the classroom and it's filled with a bit more joy and positivity. And that's what it's all about. Well, frenzies, I hope you enjoyed this episode, hearing a little bit more about my journey to library. Of course there have been hiccups and, you know, I'm just right now I'm in this balancing stage where I'm like, there's other things that I could be looking forward to in the library. I don't have to let these little things get me down. I'm not going to let them get me down. I'm, is it an ideal situation? Is it my dream job? Probably not. But I do enjoy the environment I work in. I enjoy my assistant. I enjoy a lot of the kids. I enjoy how close it is to my house. And so I'm rolling with it. I'm going to roll with it for a while and just see where it takes me. And I hope to share that journey with you. And as I learn new things, like I really want to share them with you. I'm going to make much, much more of an effort to share cool books with you. Probably not on this podcast, probably on my Instagram or my blog. But I, I want to share, like I do get an opportunity to read a lot of books and listen to a lot of stories every week. And stories can change your life. They can change everything for you. So I do, I do think I've made a lot of positive changes. And it's kind of blows me away thinking about this begin the beginning of this podcast. I mean, I think I was still teaching social studies in middle school and then I became a tech coach or maybe maybe I started this when I was a tech coach. I don't even know, but I was living like 400 miles away from where I am right now. It's kind of crazy. I've moved moved across the state. I've had several positions. It's just, it's been a really interesting journey on this podcast. So if you've been around since the beginning, thank you for still being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for putting up with me disappearing for a year at a time here and there. I know when you have a favorite podcast, it's the most annoying thing is when they disappear. You almost don't want to listen to them anymore, but I hope to bring you some interesting tidbits and pieces of information as we continue this journey together. So I hope you're doing well. And I hope that you have some sort of joy. I hope you you have some sort of library in your life this next uh, school year. And I will be back with a new episode shortly. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Je- <laughs> Happy Jessica. What? <laughs> Oh no, I don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs>